night. A number of points. The way to achieve more pleasure. So far, the Kuzari told us three principles. The first one being that anticipation makes a person enjoy the eventual pleasure more. And the way we anticipate something is by making a brach on it. It gives us time to pause and reflect on what we're about to take and what we're about to enjoy. So that's part of the Hanoah as well. The second point is the fact that we realize that it wasn't something which was owing to us, it's something which we were given as as a chesed, and therefore we appreciate it because it wasn't something we had to get. And lastly, like he says, that a person thought that the, of the alternative without it. And then having considered what it, must have been, what it would have been like not to have something, then a person appreciates more what it's like to have. So that's the, that's the setup first, which comes into how the concept of Rafa is Moisif Arevus Alarevus. It adds more enjoyment to the Avodah Hashem of the person. And now he says that, that on this idea that, to give an example of Rafa Shafiyano, that a person appreciates life. He doesn't like it as a given. He knows Hashem didn't have to give him life, but he did. So there's a certain sense of appreciation for something he would otherwise not necessarily have had. And there's a, a, a certain avoiding in that. And that is that uh, things that a person takes for granted, doesn't think about, he never enjoys. He never enjoys, never appreciates. And therefore, you see here, there's a certain avoider in noticing things which a person has and then trying to imagine what it would be not to have. That's that way a person starts to enjoy what it means to have something. It's famously, Rabbi Rukhim said that. Uh, the best and most safe is to go to a hospital and go around the walls and go around the beds and see what's wrong with each person there. Uh, things a person never imagined could go wrong. And then he's just for granted that these things he doesn't have. But then afterwards, uh, each thing you see that not, not everything is a given and there are all kinds of things which should happen to a person which haven't. That gives a person a lot more to be grateful for. Okay, so that's the, you started the Kazari stuff. So starts appreciating that. That he appreciates the good that Hashem did to him by giving him life and anything else he enjoys in his life. But okay, he'll be grateful for it. And once a person sees that as part of the chesed, which he doesn't deserve, and even when Hashem takes something away from a person, so he's going to understand, he says, whether he'll be grateful that he had it. At the end of the day, it wasn't nine, Hashem gave it, Hashem took it back again. So a person with that attitude can't complain, because what's given as a gift, it's given as a gift. And the result, you'll, be, you'll have Hanoi, you'll enjoy, you'll enjoy your life your whole life. Now, a person not holding by this, and therefore he thinks that he deserves everything that he has, he shouldn't think that he enjoys Hanor, like we said, of a person not like an animal who doesn't appreciate Hanor. Like we said, like in the marshal that the king gave before, the person is drunk. And you can give him any kind of Hanor, but he doesn't appreciate it. The same thing, a person who takes for granted that what, what he's, everything he has is belonging to him, same manner. 
that uh, he's that the same category of the super who doesn't know how to appreciate another super. Now, based on this, the Pizar is spoken, so the Hoth is spoken about brachas as a means to bring a person's attention for himself to the Chassari Mashem Da'asim to be grateful for them and to appreciate them. And now he's going to talk about the Seder of Davini, the Seder of Birkas Krishma and Shema Yishon and how the Seder of Tefillah also reflects the system of what a person is meant to think. And therefore he says, Every bracha he makes, he understands the point of the bracha is, and that is what he's thanking Hashem for and what would have been without that. Now, he's going to go to the Halakim of Tzvila, he's going to explain them one by one. And therefore, starting with Yetzirah, which is the first of Birkos Kereshma, he now Yetzirah by Yetzirah Ma'eros. What should a person think about when he says Yetzir or Barachoshet? What should think about? The Seder Olam Ha'Elyon, the Goydel Ishim Ha'Hem. The size of the Olam Ha'Elyon, now he's talking about the world of the heavens. The world of the heavens. He's not talking about something spiritual yet. He's talking about the planets, and he's talking about the stars, and he's talking about the sun. And the size of it. The Goydel Ta'Elyon, not just how big they are, that the amount that they, the, the benefit they provide for our world, and even though we look at the planets, we look at the stars, we look at the sun, it's these enormous bodies which have tremendous power and do so much on the influence on, on us, on the world we're in. But the next point is, Hashem looks at the sun as we would look at the smallest ants. In other words, the, for us it looks like something tremendous, something of immense power. But from Hashem's point of view, it's something insignificant. Even though for us, if you look at them as something which is tremendously powerful and it makes a huge difference to our lives, the difference between day and night, the fact that there's warmth, the fact that there's light, these are factors which change our lives and therefore we see the sun as being of primary, primary importance to life on earth. That, in the Mice of Parker's point of view, the insignificant. And the proof, from Hashem's point of view, they, they, are, they aren't important, like he said before. And that is, The Chachma, or the amount of planning which goes into creating something like an ant or a bee, tiny little creatures, is not less, it's not less in the amount of intelligence or planning which was involved in creating the sun. In other words, we look at something big as being more impressive. That's not necessarily true. If you're looking for Chachma, you'll see Chachma is something more delicate, more intricate, more precise, then Chachma is something very big. And the Maestro is, you don't have to go to Hashem for that. We see that in our world too. We see that in our world too. To make something very big, isn't, might be huge, but it's not that, it's not, it doesn't need that much intelligence. To make something very intricate needs much more hard work, much more design, much more planning. Especially if you're talking about something which is much more complex. Microchip. So, for example, to, to create an enormous structure out of concrete is not such a difficult thing to do, as big as it's going to be. But to make one tiny thing, which is very, which you've planned in all the different uh, functions that it can do, is something way more, it needs way more intelligence, way more planning. And therefore, it says uh, what the, the Chacham is saying is that we look at the sun as being a sign of Hashem's Chacham. 
And the truth is, for us, it's important to sun. But for Hashem's point of view, it's not such a complicated system. It's something inanimate, it's something which burns gas the whole time. Okay, it plays a role in the world, but it's not such a complicated thing. When you're talking about something insignificant to us, like an ant, so then if that's the case, the amount of planning to create the ant's body, and how it's going to eat, and how such a tiny heart's going to work, and how the, the ants in such small limbs manages to move and carry weights or whatever it's going to be. And even in, in that minuscule brain, there's a certain amount of intelligence that ants know how to store food. That's much, much more uh, detail-oriented and therefore much more of a sign of Hashem's Chochmah than something much bigger. That's what he says. Achsimane ha-chochmah v'ha-shkochah yeser dakav nitrav in the modern devaira im kat nusam. As small as they are, the ha-shkochah that Hashem looks after them, and the Chochmah Hashem put into planning them, is much greater than something smaller. He should think about this. That way a person isn't overly impressed by the size of the planets and the, the heavenly bodies. And what's the problem if he would be? Because when you see If a person gets too carried away by how, how powerful the sun or how powerful the planets or how powerful the stars are, then that provides the ground for the Sultan to convince him that they have power. And therefore you'll think that they have whatever ability they have on their own, which is a sort of a bit of But then, okay. And the quality of the creation is just a fire and a ruch, which means there's a certain ruch, something which can affect the gases or the inanimate things, and the is a fire, which produces heat. And therefore, and what basically is saying, what he's saying, was I, was I mispatted in my heart by seeing the sun, by seeing the other planets? And now, this, so there's two terraces here that he said. And that is, it's true that a person naturally is impressed by science. And something which is so enormous, something which is so powerful, and something which has such an effect, we're impressed with. Okay. That's from our point of view, because for us, something that big shows something which is tremendous power. But from Hashem's point of view, firstly, it's much less intricate than the smallest animal that Hashem created. If you're looking to see a sign of Hashem's Chochmah, you'll see Hashem's Chochmah much more in, a, in any small insect than you'll see in, in a huge star. And number one. And number two, when it comes to Hashkoch, which means that Hashem's planning it, Hashem's running what it does, so the sun is, let's say, relatively low maintenance planning. You put it in an orbit, it does its job, and that's the end of it. You don't have to worry about it. The sun has no predators. The sun has no food that it needs to have. The, once it's created the system, basically, it doesn't need much hashkafa. It doesn't need much uh, concern or taking care of it to show that it runs well. Whereas, if you're talking about a certain creature, which has to have food, and has to be saved from the end of those things that are eating it, and has to have the right habitat, so then there's much more hashkafa involved with Hashem watching a bee than Hashem looking after the sun. So, therefore, he says, don't get carried away by the enormity of something very big. And think, wow, something so big must be something which is the biggest raya of this prophet's greatness. It's the raya of Hashem's greatness, but not more than anything else we see in this world, which shows it even more. Why are we focusing on this term? The size of the most, that's not the, great, the best example of showing, that Hashem, uh, showing Hashem's uh, involvement or Hashem's achmah. Think about that when you're making a bracha on an ant, not when you're making a bracha on the ma'iris. Now, what is going to get to with that? The point here, which I don't know why the the Rambam said a is, but perhaps it is coming to argue to answer a point 
which the other Rishonim taken directly. And that is, this was a common misconception of the non-Jews, which Rabbi Hira Chassid himself said it previously, Rabbi Hira himself said it previously at the beginning of the Kazari. And that is, people think that Hashem has got big things to deal with, like running galaxies. <coughs> and people are insignificant. Well, Hashem who runs the Shemayim is going to worry about some small person. He's, he's, he's dealing with cosmos, he's dealing with galaxies. How much is a person worth? And that's a big mistake. It's a big mistake. The person is way more intricate than the galaxy. And therefore, the involvement in a person's life and, and, and examining what a person does and the, the effect of a person is much greater than that. Science isn't the important point. It's true that the galaxies are much bigger than us. Hashem is unimpressed by science. And therefore, it's true, there's more complexity in the in the sun, and Kalachim is more complexity in a human being. And therefore, you're giving an example of where HaKadosh Baruch Hashkach is shown the most, it's by people. It's by people. Not by something as massive as everything else, which exists in the heavens around us. And therefore, he says that Yaitzir are, I'll say that he's going to say what he in a minute. Yetzar has to bring to Avraham. Because Yetzar is a starting point. They're looking at the world of Shemay, and then it's meant to bring to that's the outside world. But then when you get to look at us, us being people, us being Kal Yisrael, so then now we've stepped, gone up a step. There we see Akadish Baruch's Chachmon, there we see Hashem is planning much more. And therefore we start with the, the, the enormity of the world, and then we bring it down to something which is not less than that, something which is more than that. And therefore he says, which is the bracha we said in The connection of the Indian Iraqi, Ruchnius, to the nation who was willing to accept it as Asqa Israel. And that's uh, something more than a person to think of it, it's a higher level. And therefore, giving us the Torah shows us that Kaddish Baruch Hu's Ratzin is to reveal his Malchus here, just like in Shemayim. And now the important part. Hashem didn't want Malachim in this world. And Hashem wanted this world's people. Flesh and blood. Miskabrim Bahem. Hatzvoim. Where their nature is being physical of a thousand sometimes, and they made us fight with them. And he is not always successful. Sometimes he's successful, and sometimes other things work against him. And now we have this is Hashem's interest more than the whole world that he created. It's a pasuk. It's not a chiddush of Rabbi Yehuda. It's a pasuk. Hashem owns the heavens and all the all the heavens above the heavens and all the heavenly bodies. But but out of all that Hashem is interested in your avisecho and your ancestors to them to choose the children afterwards. And that's what we start with. We start with Yisrael. We talk about the size of the heavenly bodies. We go to the malachim. The malachim also enormous. The malachim also powerful. The malachim also spiritual. We talk about the malachim. But that's all a starting point to get to afterwards. And then we, we, from that starting point of talking about the creation of Hashem on the macro scale, now we come down to Hashem dealing with us. Now, and 
ask people who are not malachim. People, people who are deal with the issue that people face. And from that, HaKadosh Baruch Hu deals with us. For when a person, Yizach, becomes Zach, becomes pure, either an individual, like the Ovis or Kol, like Kal Yisrael, in the, in the category of people, Yachal Arav Ar Ha'edaki, then HaKadosh Baruch Hu's Ar, HaKadosh Baruch Hu's connects to that person, will shine, so to speak, a certain Hashkach on him, V'yan Higeinu, V'niflois of Neros, Yaisis Misad Ra'edam Ativi. And you'll treat him and look after Roy, which is above and beyond what's normal, what's natural, what's therefore. That's what we call Baghdadish Baruch Hu, a sign of Hashem's love, which means that He's giving us, the, He shows by the way He treats us, by the way He looks after us, a special Hanhaga. Now, that's the man, now, again, remember, the point of what we say, what the real name is trying to say is, Brachas are meant to bring us to Hanah. So we spoke about Brachas on the food that I'm going to eat, that I anticipate the food like a Hanah. How did the Brachas of Tfilah bring me to Hanah? That's what he's trying to explain here. And he says, the Hanah that the Tfilah brings a person to is an understanding of how valuable he is as a person. And therefore, by first describing the Kabriya Hashem created, the, the sun and the moon, the Malach, the entire system of the world. And from that, we come to the fact but more, in, more than that, she's interested in a person. So then a realization of that is a source of sympathy for the person. It, it, it uh, gives him the, so to speak, the confidence of how, how much of a part he plays in the Shem's world, how much she's interested in him. The roughness of the world, Hashem wanted it to be. They never found someone to accept it, who would, ex- who would go along with what Hashem wanted. Which would connect to the system Hashem puts in place. After talking about the sun and the moon, we follow Hashem's orders, as everybody told him to do. But we're not talking about them. We're talking about something else which obeys Hashem and follows what He wants. people who will also willingly obey Hashem will fulfill what He wants them to do. And remember, they have the same matter more than the sun and the moon. People who follow Hashem with that same uh, mysterious nefesh, with that same perfection, so they're even greater because there's people that do this job. And until the time of Yaakov Avinu, there were Yechidim, which means they were individuals. Adam was an individual, Chalayik was an individual, Noyach, Shaim, Medyeva. Avraham, Yisak, Yaakov, they're all as an individual that did what Hashem wanted. It was only after Yaakov, after Yaakov, when he he built Klai Yisrael from just being a family into being a nation, so they became a cult, they became a whole nation of people. And therefore, when it came to a nation, then HaKadosh Baruch showed his ratzel for them, by connecting them to the inner Yisrael, to the Rukhis in the world. The Shrena came down, he gave us Neshama, he gave us a level of pressure to that. The Sidram Bamidbar Kasedar Agogadim. Arbut Gadim Ka Arbut Shivay Agogadim. This is the Kiddish. We normally talk about the Gadim as being connected to the Malachim, or connected to the four sides of the Merkabah. But there was a system in Shemaim of how the Malachim are positioned, and we here in this world are set up in a similar system, a similar encampment to the Malachim. That's brought in the Psukim, it's brought in the Malachim. But now what the Kazari adds here, it is not just connected the 
Malachim, it's connected to Galgalim. Galgalim is the solar system. It's also set around the middle point in all the different directions. And something over here, the Jewish camp symbolized the same thing. That there were all the, the Shvatim surrounding, so to speak, uh, the center point, which was the Mishkan, the Arnat Kodesh. Vishneim Osa Shevet, Vishneim Osa Mazaris. Just like the 12 star, uh, constellations of stars in the Zodiac, which go around the world. Um, same thing, there were 12 Shvatim, which were going around the Aram. So we set up the similar system. Now, just to explain something. The, the, it's forever known to Gemara, it's even Rosh Hashanah and Bav which talk about this. It's a double Pashat that the 12, we're talking about the 12 Mazalas, the 12 groups of stars, are always there. They're surrounding the world the whole time. When we're talking about the Mazal of each month, what we're talking about is based on the position of the sun to the world, the Mazal, the stars you'll see as Shkia Sachana. Because as the world goes around the sun, so then at Shkia. At the beginning of the night, what are the first stars you're going to see? Because that will depend where, which position the world is in relation to where the, the sun is. And therefore, as we go around the world, uh, the, 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 as we go around the sun every year, so each month we're in a different position, which is what we're going to see first. Now, in the course of every day, you're going to see all of the stars because the world's spinning on its own axis. And therefore, as it turns around, you'll see all the stars as we go around the, ourselves. But it's like if you imagine there would be 12 uh, encamped stars around us, now the world's in the, we're going inside that. So wherever the world's at different points is, is the star you're going to see at a different part of the year. But now the Mesa, every night, the world spins on its own axis. So you're going to see all of them. And that's why the Gemara talks about if 12 Mazalas, each one takes two hours. And in the first two hours you're going to have, for example, in Nisan. So Nisan is the Mazal Tleh. So the Gemara says, Rav Nisir, that at Shkia, just when it gets night at Nisan, so you're going to see Tleh on the horizon. Because that's the first Mazal as, as the sun sets. Two hours later, you're going to see muzzles opposite the sun. And the sun setting in the west, you'll see it in the east. Now, the, the two hours later, so now the world's turned. So now you're going to see in this sun, the muzzle higher up in the sky, and you're going to see the muzzle show, which is the muzzle of ear on the horizon. Two hours later, the world's turned again. So now, this is going to be reaching the middle of the sky. Um, the muzzle show will be at 45 degrees, and the muzzle of seven, which is the time the twins, is going to be on the horizon. And as the world spins, that happens. A month later, in ER, so the world's in a different place, and now, therefore, what's going to be on the horizon, the Shkia, is going to be the Mazel Shah. And therefore, this is already above it. And that's what the way that, so in other words, the 12 Mazel Shah the world's going around inside it. And therefore, so Hashem set up the Jewish camp with 12 Shvatim, it's meant to symbolize that this is a parallel to the solar system. The Abba of Hashem is that he sets up Klai Yisrael as another solar system. It has the 12 Shvatim, which are the stars on the outside. It has the Machan Shalabim, which are connected to the planets on the inside. And it has the iron, which is connected to the sun in the middle. So it has a, a similar system to what the macro system of creation is, was, was shown by the, so to speak, the positioning of the Jewish camp. He's going with the heliocentric model? The point of the Birkas Krishna is the appreciation of that people are more valuable than the world. And therefore we first start starting with thanking Hashem for the world, and then we say, but even more than that, we thank Hashem for what He did for Yisrael. And that's the necessary um, introduction to Kriyashma. Why? Because the answer is, Kriyashma is, is why, is what we accept why Hashem did that for us. 
it's Kabbalah Sol Machashimayim, it's Kabbalah Satayim, it's Kabbalah Sol Mitzvahs, it's all in Krishna. And therefore, Ba'atzam, we first introduce in Krishna by appreciating, so to speak, what, what we got for being Makabalah Satayim. From appreciating what Hashem did for us, um, it's what Hashem set up for us in, because we were willing to Makabalah Satayim. And that's the Hanal, that's the, uh, so to speak, motivation that a person should come to serve Krishna with. But once we know that uh, we call Yisrael, Hashem is Baikr Ba'am Yisrael Ba'avel, and we've explained that in the two brachas. So now we made it that we call Yisrael once to start that we, that this is, that that's what we got, so to speak, for the Bimakabal, the Torah, that we, and the mitzvah we've had in the Kabbalah. That's the build up to what he wants to Krishna, and the art, as he's going to explain next, is what's the point of the bracha of Emesliyatsu or Emesliyamuna, which is and that is that there's two parts of Hashem's Bristol Klaistra. The first part is what we gained when Hashem chose us. The second part is how Hashem looks after us since then. And therefore, if we're looking at, uh, so to speak, the mind of Klaistral has, we can look at two different points. The first thing is we can go back to Matan Torah. We can say, look what Klaistral got for accepting the Torah. Look how Hashem made us special. So that's the first bracha. That's the Abba Rabba. Uh, we, think, we, we focus on what our Kodesh Baruch Hu did for us then by choosing us as Klai Yisrael and by giving us whatever advantages we got that no one else has. That's a long time back. Emes, the Baruch of Emes Vyativ, as we're talking about in the morning, is focusing on since then what Hashem died for us. It wasn't just the one thing then, since then what Hashem died for us. Hashem looked after us, Hashem protected us, Hashem fed us, and everything else. That's a continuation. As we're going to see next, that's the other side of the Kriyashma. And the creation was put in the middle because this is exactly the point. When we agreed to accept the Torah, then Hashem gave us whatever He gave us by Hamam and Tarsina. And since then, since then Hashem has been looking after us. And therefore we, we say, after describing what we were given, what we were offered, in order to makabal, we embrace with Hashem, so we, we are, we say Shema, and now we after Shema, we say, and since that day of Sinai, since the day we got the Torah, we're now going to describe everything Hashem did for us. Uh, I just want to finish with a Ha'ara. And that is, there's a very famous question of the Morgan Abraham. The Morgan Abraham asks the question that just like it's a mitzvah of being of the man Tiskar, it's in Tesco, Maris Mitzrayim, Kol Yimei Chayecha. There's a mitzvah to remember Tiskar Mitzrayim. Every Makayim with every day. We say about Shastit. We say, Ni Hashem and Echechem. Shatetzko Maris Mitzrayim. We say twice a day even. So we Makayim the mitzvah to write, so remember Tiskar Mitzrayim. Asks the Morgan Abraham, there's also a mitzvah which is not even an asset, it's a low task in the Torah, they are never to forget Mamad Hasina. Raki Shomer Lecha, or Shmur Nakshacha Mo'id, when Tishka Chasadvar Mashayroh in Echo, when Yusur Bilbavecha, call you Mechayecha. Yamisha Maratol, if Nashem Rekecha Bakhirit. Be careful, be very careful. Just do you ever forget, or do you leave it removed from your heart? Call you Mechayecha for the entire day, the day you stood in front of Hashem Rekhirit. Asks the Roman of Ram, where's this Chira of Matan Torah every day? We don't have a certain parish in the Torah we say to remember Matan Torah every day. So now, the question is a good question. It's a Chir of the Raisa. The Chir of it should be somewhere. The Chazal will follow us to, to put it into the Dabin where we went to remember Matan Torah. So there, of course, every Akron, after having seen the question, looks to try and find an answer. Where are we remembering Matan Torah every day? The those who put into the Torah. A Shabbat Harban and the Koran are not known as Torah. So it Matan Torah. So when a person says the words of Shabbat Harban, so you should be thinking of Matan Torah. That's one answer. The other answer is also, one of the other answers is, in Abba Rabba. In Abba Rabba. 
Avarav, you're thinking Matan Torah. And the question is, where? Why? Well, where's the, what's the focus on Matan Torah with Avarav? And this is the answer. We see it again in the Kazari. And that is, Avarav is appreciating what did we get to becoming Hashem's nation. Matan Torah was Be'etzim when we accepted the, to, to become the Am Hashem. And in Avarav, we're describing what we got for that. The Chemel Gedol of Yisera. The, the 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 extra lab, the and we said afterwards the the karaftan that Hashem Chagod will set up the the thing that you brought first to you that's all the results of Matan Torah that's all we got for being accepted in the Torah and therefore the the only portion I think is from God but the other portion was also said that the time to focus on 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 Ma'amid Arsena and the fact that we got the Torah is now a when we say a rabbi we're focusing on what did Hashem give us for accepting the Torah that's what we're to be thinking about. Either around, it fits into the place because that's the prayer to Krishna. Krishna is best in re accepting the same thing again. We makabal mafashamayim, we makabal mitzvahs, we makabal rishim, we smskhartim, we call mitzvahs Hashem, vasisim, my son. So we're going to do the mitzvahs. We're going to makabal the Torah. That's a re, a re uh, so to speak, affirmation of Akabal Sadar every day. And therefore, we, we maximize with what Hashem offers us for we makabal the Torah. We maximize with the Avarab of what, what we gained from. Being the nation was the Kabbalah Torah, so we, we repeat that Koyach every day, and that's the way we introduce the, the way we're going to the Kabbalah Torah. Why does he skip Kabbalah on the Shema and go straight to Kabbalah Sotayim? He doesn't talk about the Shema at all. He just says that, uh, he says that we. And that comes together, 100%. The first prayer of Kabbalah is Kabbalah Sotayim on the Hashem Rekein, Hashem Echad, like you know, the mission says, Shemakabal of all Machashmain Chila. It's all included. We makabal Sina, we makabal Hashem, we makabal the Mesos, we makabal the Torah, but we did it by Abba. And therefore, we start with the Brach of Hashem's Abba for us, so that, that primes us, so to speak, to, 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 to say Kriyashma and, uh, and reaffirm our acceptance of the principles of, of, of Avodah Hashem, of Torah. That's the first part. And then we'll see after this, Hashem, the second part, which is the connection to how she has looked after us ever since, that's really the bracha after Kriyashma, which is Emesiyatif. Uh, and it fits very well. Because once, when you're discussing what we gained from, from being Makabal Torah, now we say Shema, Makabal Torah. When you discuss afterwards what we gained as a result, when Hashem looked after us ever since, that's like Dabit Because if you're now going to ask Hashem what we need, it's on the background of, because you've always been looking after us since we were Makabal Torah, so now we made it, now you're going to ask it for what we need in the future too. That's the, 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 how the, the Seder of Twitter, it all fits together. Like it's going to be as a Shabbos inside.